Welcome to the Morning Download Podcast, where we bring you all the essential information on personal finance, economics, and markets in just 10 minutes a day. Join us as we dive into the world of finance, providing you with the knowledge and insights necessary to make better money decisions. Hey there, fellow investors. Let's dive into the latest buzz in the financial world. Yesterday was a pretty fantastic day for most sectors, with the majority painted green. And guess what? The crypto industry wasn't left out of the fun either. Positive news surrounding BTC ETFs gave it a much-needed boost, but that's not all. Hold on to your seats because NVIDIA, the tech giant, reached an all-time high. Talk about exciting times. Now let's shift our focus to today's agenda. First up, stocks. Yes, my friends, it was a good day for stocks overall. The green was in full bloom, and investors were surely celebrating their gains. Who doesn't love that? Speaking of celebrations, the crypto industry definitely had a reason to pop some virtual champagne. The positive news regarding BTC ETFs drove enthusiasm throughout the community. It's always exhilarating to witness progress in this ever-evolving world. Lastly, we'll dive into the concept of dollar cost averaging. It's a fascinating strategy that resonates with many investors. We'll explore what it means, how it works, and why it has become such a popular approach to building wealth. So strap in and get ready for an exciting, informative ride today. We've got stocks, crypto, and dollar cost averaging on the menu. Let's dig in, shall we? So it looks like regulators are taking some measures to ensure the stability of regional banks. They want these banks to raise their debt levels and strengthen their living wills. The Treasury Department, Federal Reserve, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, and Office of the Comptroller of the Currency have jointly issued a notice outlining these requirements for U.S. banks with assets of $100 billion or more. Now, under these new regulations, lenders will have to maintain certain levels of long-term debt. Specifically, they need to have debt equal to 3.5% of their average total assets or 6% of risk-weighted assets, whichever is higher. It seems that some regional banks already have some long-term debt, but the new proposal will likely require them to issue even more. In other news, Meta, the social media giant, claims to have disrupted a massive disinformation campaign with ties to Chinese law enforcement. It's interesting to see how these challenges of misinformation and cyber threats continue to evolve. In the world of stocks, NIO, an electric vehicle manufacturer, missed earnings and saw a 5% drop in its stock price during trading. This just goes to show how quickly things can change in the market. Lastly, it seems that Medicare is planning to negotiate prices for 10 specific drugs. This could have significant implications for healthcare costs and accessibility. Overall, it's clear that there are some interesting developments happening in the economy and news sectors. We'll definitely want to keep an eye on how these stories continue to unfold. Today was a good day for stocks, especially in the tech sector. Almost all major indexes gained, with the tech sector being the standout winner. It's always exciting to see positive movements in the market, and it seems like August is going out on a strong note. The main driving force behind the market's rise was weak job openings data, which fueled hopes of a rate hike pause. This news pushed growth stocks higher, with big names like Tesla and Nvidia posting impressive numbers. In fact, if you're a Tesla bull, you might find it interesting that a company called Simplify has filed for a Tesla ETF. This ETF will hold Tesla stock and derivatives while also actively shorting exposure to the stock based on momentum. Their goal? To try and outperform Tesla itself 
it's definitely an intriguing strategy. On another note, drug manufacturer Catalent saw gains thanks to a settlement with Elliott, which will allow them to explore a review. It's always interesting to see how different factors and events can contribute to stock movements. Overall, it was a positive day for stocks, with no major losers in sight. Let's hope this trend continues, and September starts off on a high note too. Now let's get to the big crypot news. The District of Columbia Court of Appeals just made a ruling in favor of Bitcoin Exchange Traded Funds, ETFs. Yep, you heard that right. The court sided with Grayscale, the crypto asset manager, against the Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC. And what did they conclude? Well, they said that the SEC was wrong to reject Grayscale Investments application to list an ETF that tracks the price of Bitcoin. Now, why did Grayscale take this to court in the first place? Well, they weren't too happy with the SEC's decision. They wanted their ETF to be backed by actual Bitcoin rather than Bitcoin derivatives. Their motivation behind this move? The SEC had given the green light to ProShares futures-based Bitcoin ETF, and Grayscale wanted a piece of that action too. And this news has injected some much-needed excitement into the crypto industry. The prices of major cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ether shot up when this news broke. Even Coinbase, who is linked to various spot Bitcoin ETF applications as the custodian partner, saw a whopping 14% increase in their stock price. And Marathon Digital, a Bitcoin mining company, climbed a solid 29% on the ETF news. But here's what's really interesting. The expectation now is that the SEC will start approving more companies for Bitcoin ETFs. I'm talking about big players like Fidelity and BlackRock, who have shown interest in creating their own ETFs based on Bitcoin. Oh, and one more thing that might catch your attention. It appears Twitter now has a crypto license. Interesting times we're living in, huh? In the personal finance section today, we're going to talk about an investment technique called dollar cost averaging. I know it sounds like a mouthful, but don't worry. I'm here to break it down for you. Dollar cost averaging is a way to manage price risk when buying assets like stocks, ETFs, and mutual funds. Instead of buying a large number of shares or assets all at once, you spread out your purchases over time at regular intervals. This technique helps decrease the risk of paying too much before market prices drop. Here's how it works. Let's say you want to invest in a particular asset. Instead of trying to time the market or worrying about the current price, you decide how much you want to spend and then purchase the asset in smaller amounts at regular intervals. This helps bring your average cost down over time. One of the great things about dollar cost averaging is that it takes emotions out of the equation. You don't have to worry about buying at the wrong time or getting caught up in market fluctuations. It encourages regular investments, which in turn helps build wealth over the long term. This technique can be used in various situations such as retirement planning and 401k plans. With a 401k plan, for example, employees have the power to determine how much they want to contribute and investments can be made automatically every pay period. The benefits of dollar cost averaging include bringing the average cost down, building wealth through regular investments, and being prepared for opportunities whenever they arise. Plus, with automation, you don't even have to think about when to buy. If you want to learn more about dollar cost averaging, I recommend watching a great video that discusses whether it's a better option than lump sum buying or trying to time the market. It's a helpful resource for further understanding this technique. Ah, Benjamin Graham, the father of value investing, always had insightful things to say about personal finance. Today's quote really resonates with me. He said, 
The best way to measure your investing success is not by whether you're beating the market, but by whether you've put in place a financial plan and a behavioral discipline that are likely to get you where you want to go. So often we get caught up in the idea that investing success is solely about outperforming the market. We focus on beating the benchmarks, chasing the hot stocks, and trying to time the market. But Graham reminds us that true success lies in having a well-thought-out financial plan and the discipline to stick to it. Having a financial plan is like having a roadmap for your future. It outlines your goals, whether it's retiring comfortably, buying a home, or sending your kids to college. It helps you allocate your resources, whether that's your savings, investments, or income, to meet those goals. But having a plan is not enough. The second part of Graham's quote emphasizes the importance of behavioral discipline. It's about staying the course. Even when the markets are volatile, or when everyone else is getting caught up in the latest investment fad. Ultimately, the true measure of investing success is not about short-term gains or losses, but rather about whether we are on track to achieve our long-term financial goals. So let's focus on building that solid financial plan and developing the discipline to stick to it. In today's episode, we discussed the positive performance of sectors and the crypto industry, along with Nvidia hitting an all-time high, the regulatory requirements for regional banks, Medicare price negotiations for 10 drugs, the stock market closing higher, and hopes of a rate hike pause, the U.S. court ruling in favor of Bitcoin ETFs, and the importance of dollar cost averaging and disciplined behavior in successful investing. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I'll see you guys at the next one and don't forget to subscribe.